the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. AM 970 presents Eye on Real Estate. This is your premier source for real estate information. From the hot properties in the tri-state to the latest in real estate market trends. From mortgage news to answers to all of your real estate questions, you'll be in the know with help from the experts. Call now, 866-970-9622. 866-970-9622. Now, here's your host for Eye on Real Estate, Douglas Elements Vice Chair, Dottie Herman. Douglas Elements, real estate, and your beginning. The show must go on, but we had technical difficulties, and I'm very echoey, so I'm having a hard time hearing my own voice. So please bear with me. I'm with Ace One Park. I'm executive vice president of he's the exec of Citizens Bank. And Stephen Ebert, who will be joining us later on the show, he is our legal eagle. Good morning, Ace. Are you here? Good morning, Dottie. Yes, I'm I here. Know. Can you hear me? Yeah. Yes, I'm echoing very badly, so it's hard to hear my own voice. And that's today's technology. So we, what do they say? The show must go on. So anyone okay, who's having so a hard on. time hearing me, let me know, or just by email or text, or call the radio show. But I, I think I've got it under control now. Anyway, I always want to thank Citizens Bank for sponsoring Iron Real Estate. Uh, Citizens has been the name that we all come to know. I have all my mortgages with Citizens Bank. I never ask you or tell you or endorse anybody that I have not used myself or that I strongly feel committed to. Uh, last year, Citizens was the largest lender in the Northeast. You can easily find more information on citizensbank.com or you can call them 24 hours a day uh, for support or email them or text them. Look, everybody likes to do things differently today. So hopefully any smart business is going to have access any way you prefer. And there's no better way. But it's personalized. And if you want personal information, they're going to give it to you. If you just want general information, you can get that. Whatever you want. They're really very great. You know, it's not only uh, it's not only the product. Of course, the product's important, the services. But it's the service. And it's feeling that you can really talk to someone. And, you know, sometimes when you're talking to someone, and you almost feel like, what am I sound like? I must sound like an idiot. They welcome any questions you have. And remember, with mortgages, everyone is unique. Every person is different. There is no one size fits all. So we're lucky to have such great team, a great team of experts representing every aspect of real estate. And when I formulated this show, um, I tried to look at what affects real estate. 
And so we talk about everything that affects real estate, which is just about everything. And all of the people that have to work together to make a transaction work. And I don't think people think about this a lot, but if you think about it, the seller has an attorney and that seller's attorney is working for the seller. The title company is working for the title company and the bank to make sure. The bank is working for the bank. The buyer's attorney is working for the buyer. Okay. So at the end of the day, everybody is working for their person. Hopefully your real estate broker uh, will be there at the closing. And if not, we'll be on hand to collect any questions. But she's trying to put, or he is trying to put the whole deal together because everyone has different interests. And sometimes when you have a lot of people in a deal, things get confusing. And that's why I always say to use a real estate attorney because, you know, this is a, a, a time and a place where although everyone has their own interest, it's to everybody's interest that everybody works together as a team to try to put the closing together. And I have been at closings technically for 15 hours or 16 hours on very small transactions because the attorneys were fighting and it got to be a, a, a whole show. And so the team that you pick is very important. I just can't emphasize that enough. So, Dottie, you I, I can't agree more. Or uh, email us at radioshow at dottieherman.com. If you want to listen to us live, you go to 970 on your radio dial and you can listen to us live. <clears throat> or you can www.theanswer.com. And then it says listen live. It's pretty self explanatory. I'm not the greatest techie. But I even can manage. And if you if you can please check out, and I hope you do, check out my latest newsletter at www.dottieherman.com. That's www.dottieherman.com. Or you can always follow me on Facebook, Instagram, Dottie Herman, Twitter, Facebook Business, LinkedIn. And I have a whole video about Island Real Estate with Ace, everybody in it. And you can leave your questions there if you want questions. Um, real estate is not the way it was when I started. You know, pick out three houses and, hey, there'll be a good one. There'll be a middle-of-the-road one and there'll be a bad one. And you'll just buy a good one. And uh, it's not like uh, also that it's professional. It's big. There's a lot to know. And with that, Ace, how are you this morning? I'm doing well, Dottie. And in the beginning of the show, you talked about having the right team. And I think in today's marketplace, with it being so competitive, you know, having the right real estate attorney, having the right realtor, and working with a really good loan officer that has a, a great relationship together is so important, right? And, and that's why they talked about having the right team, Dottie. And I can't tell you enough, in today's marketplace, with such little inventory and bidding wars happening all around us, it's so important to put that sort of dream team together. And that's, that's, that's 
part of the show, Dottie, you know, to have Stephen Ebert, to have yourself, to have myself, just talk to our listeners about things to do to prepare for the process, you know, really put yourself in a competitive advantage, and um, hopefully you'll stand out, you know, building the right team together too. So it's not just having the right realtor or having the right attorney. You know, you, you really just have to, you know, create your own sort of dream team, Dottie. So, you know, that's, that's what I love about this show. You know, every single Saturday we're talking to our, our listeners. We're building rapport, building relationships, and that's what it's all about. You know, a lot of times they say it's not about the transaction, but it's always about the relationship that you're building along the way, right? So that's that You know, what, Ace, for me it is somebody could recommend the best doctor to me, and if I don't feel like I have a rapport with him, if I don't, if I don't feel that there's some connection and some rapport or some caring, okay, I really don't care if he's the best doctor. So I, I think relationships are very important. I cherish them. I cherish our relationship. I cherish the relationship we all have with you, our listeners, and um, hopefully we can continue to grow. Now, what we're going to try to do, and Ace and I and Steve and we were uh, back and forth on, hey, what? because you can always get better. So what can we do to even make the show better than it is? And what does our audience want to hear? And what things that we think, because, you know, this pandemic has changed the way we all live, but it's also taken a lot of trends that I think probably would have happened going forward. And it's brought them to the, you know, it's expedited them. Let's put it that way. So in our brainstorm meetings that we have, we thought, okay, hopefully we will try in uh, most sessions uh, and, and that you that you listen to us to bring up something that's probably some of you know about, some of you might not know about, uh, but we think, and again, we're not the God, so we can't tell you the future, but we think that are going to be around and they're going to be more and more, um, you're going to hear more and more about it and try to introduce you to some of the things and the new things that are coming out that are probably a result from the pandemic because the pandemic's changed the way we all live. People, second houses, I've been saying that, Ace, how long? Second houses are going to be big. Oh, Dottie, I, I, I am actually at my, I, I'm actually here in Hunter Mountain, um, you know, in my second home now, right? We uh, purchased the, uh, the house during the pandemic. Uh, it was on 10 acres of land. We bought it on a foreclosure for 350000 took a construction wow. loan, put in a Put in about six hundred thousand, Dottie, and now um, we're we're renting it out. But we just came here to stay for the first weekend, and it's a ten bedroom house, fits about twenty two people, and believe it or not, we're getting twenty five hundred a night because of the uh, the fact that it's it's a large it's a large home on ten acres, and we have a pond, a fishing lake in the backyard, we have a sauna, jacuzzi. So there's so much to be said about second homes and what it means to people and just having your families go out there. And I think a lot of people have this sort of misconception that if you have a primary home, you can't afford a second home. And it's so not true because you can actually use it as a part-time rental. You can use it as a seasonal stay. So there's just so many different options that a client has or a consumer has. And that's why it's so important to call into the show, Dottie. 
you know, we can talk about different options, but I definitely see a huge shift in second homes. People are valuing having their families get together and, and coming out into the suburbs and, and, and really enjoying each other's time, right? So so we're here for the weekend. We're going to go snowboarding a little bit. We're going to come back to the house. Oh, and thank you. And, uh, thank you for being amazing. on the show. And I take the, the, you know, I mean, I thank you, okay? Because, but here he is in Hunter Island. I mean, where are you? Oh, no, where are you? You're up skiing, so, so right? Hunter, Hunter Mountain is about two hours away from New York. Dottie, it's upstate right. New York. And uh, it's beautiful, right? You have Hunter Mountain, you have Windham Mountain, where you can go skiing in the summer, you can go hiking. So there's a lot to do. Um, and and yeah. I think one of the biggest things during the pandemic, Dottie, is that we realize that we travel so much, but there's so many different places right where we live that we just never even knew about, right? So it's it's this one of those things where because of the pandemic, you're discovering and you're actually um, really appreciating all the different things that that your your where you live literally um, they have to offer. So you know, I, I think it's amazing. I think the pandemic really showed us that you know folks can actually work remote. Uh, people are actually, and believe it or not, Dottie. You know, one of the topics that I wanted to talk about as as it pertains to mortgage is that we've seen a huge, huge um, sort of shift in the way that people are thinking. And there's this thing called the great resignation, Dottie, where so many folks have quit their jobs and actually pursued their passion, sort of, um, I guess, their dream job, right? They realize that, hey, this nine to five that I was working for the last 20 years, I hate it and I want to do something about it. And the pandemic actually spurred that. So we've been seeing a huge, huge sort of um, resignation from a lot of um, customers and consumers saying, hey, Ace, you know, I just quit my job. And I wanted to talk to the to the folks and the listeners a little bit about, you know, what happens when you change your job, Dottie, because that's happening through the pandemic so much more. now. I'm so happy to see that. But I also want to actually, you know, talk to our listeners about what they need to do to prepare if that's what they're, they're, they're you know, I guess looking to do, right? So. I'm doing a radio show. I'm sorry. I um, Somebody brought a dog into the studio. And it's the cutest little oh, dog, sorry. but it's barking. Uh, so I'm trying to tell the dog, you can't bark. We're on a radio show right now. It's okay. Um, it's event. okay. Welcome him. Welcome the dog. Welcome the dog to the show. It's okay, Dottie. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm only kidding. I'm only kidding. No, no, no. Listen, hey, my mother's. You know, when I was young, my mother died when I was ten. So, um, when I got into junior high, and I tried out, and believe me, I practiced every day because only ten people could make the cheerleaders, and uh, ten out of hundreds that tried out. So I was disciplined. I came home from school and I practiced and practiced for hours and I made it. So in your freshman year of high school, the freshman cheerleaders had to make their costumes. They all had mothers. Okay. Of course I didn't. So the freshman year, you know, you bought them the next years, but the freshman, they had a pattern. You bought it and you made it. Well, I'm not a sewer. I went to the 4-H club, but I didn't uh, probably drop that. I probably didn't pass. 
So I had no mom. So I did the best I could. And then my girlfriend's mom, who was making her costume because she was a cheerleader, tried to help me out, but she was busy with her own daughters. So to make a long story short, I am so excited. I made cheerleaders. And if you're like 15 years old and you make cheerleaders like for your high school, that is a big thing. I was on I was on cloud nine. Well, okay, so I'm doing my cheer. And of course, my poorly made costume, since I really didn't know how to sew, started falling apart. And unraveling while I'm doing the cheer. Okay? And I can't remember. Everyone telling me the show must go on. So I finished the cheer. Some people helped me put it together for the next cheer that we had. But the show went on. So despite what goes on in life, we really have to go on. And so I always tell people, you know, just feel bad for a little while, but get on with it. And as far as second homes go, I bought a second home when it wasn't fashionable. I lived on Long Island. So I bought a home in the Hamptons. And um, my accountant told me a certain number that I could spend. Of course, if you know me, you know I don't pay attention. I mean, I pay attention to the rules, you know, for the society. But I don't listen to rules because I think that sometimes you have to break some rules. As long as you're not hurting someone, I'm not talking about a bank robbery or anything like that. So I decided this is what I'm going to do, and I'm going to do it. And I read a book. Of course, um, I'm ancient at the moment. I feel it. I don't feel it, but I, in my day, they didn't have the internet. They didn't have any of that stuff. So I, you know, it was actually better if you were a kid because they could not track your speakers like they can do now. And um, they had those old-fashioned phone booths. So your parents would tell you, be home by this time. And if you're not, make sure you call me so I don't worry. And of course, you know, they had the rotary phones and you could say, oh, mom, I ran out of change. Or dad, I ran out of change. And so you could get away with it. But in my career, I, I have to tell you, this is one of the most satisfying career. I believe in homes. I always um, wanted a home. And here I am. So what I talk about is my passion. We're going to be right back. We have a commercial break. This is not working. Holland Christian Home, a place for your aging loved one, wants to invite you to visit them in New Jersey. Here's Irene, a happy resident. I'm very happy here. I've been here for 12 and a half years. If something would happen, everything, and I would do it all over again. And the staff is very caring, and I feel so well taken care of. And my children, I have a son and a daughter, they both are just so thankful that I am here because they don't have to worry about anything. Holland Christian Home will care for your aging loved one with kindness and respect. HCHNJ.org. That's HCHNJ.org. Or you can call Charlotte at 973-807-3245 for a tour. Holland Christian Home, 973-807-3245. Ask for Charlotte. 
If you love Broadway, movies, and music, then tune in to Broadway at the Russian Tea Room, Sunday afternoons at 5. Host Rob Taub interviews the biggest stars, writers, and directors, plus film and theater critics, along with people behind the scenes, from doctors and fitness experts to casting directors, stagehands, and dressers. It's the only show of its kind, and it's right here on AM 970, The Answer. The Orange look to keep their longest winning streak of the season rolling Saturday night. Hi, I'm Matt Park. Join us for the Q's at Virginia Tech Saturday at 6. Orange pregame 530 on AM 970, The Answer. New York's home for Syracuse University basketball. If you want to make a difference in your life that impacts you for years to come, then it's time to stand with Israel by going there. Consider the thrilling excitement of joining nationally syndicated media host Dr. Sebastian Gorka and renowned author and filmmaker Dinesh D'Souza on the Stand with Israel Tour November 30th through December 9th, 2022. Journey through the Holy Land with two of the most respected political commentators of today. Together with like-minded travelers, you'll see over 40 iconic sites during the 10-day tour. You can pray at the Western Wall in Old City, Jerusalem, float on the Dead Sea, and take a boat out into the middle of the Sea of Galilee. Visit StandWithIsraelTour.com to reserve your spot or call 855-565-5519. Visit StandWithIsraelTour.com or call 855-565-5519 to book today. Want more of AM 970 The Answer and our hosts? Then interact with us. Follow us on Twitter for breaking news, what's coming up on the radio, thoughts from our hosts, deals from our advertisers, and more. Our handle is at AM 970 The Answer. Come on, tweet with us. Listen to us online at am970theanswer.com. Tune in, iHeart, Alexa, or odyssey.com. It's said that if you don't like the weather, just wait a few minutes and it'll change. Well, the weather isn't the only thing changing. Local business owners are saying it's getting harder to sustain their business than it was a few months ago. Let Salem Surround help you today. Our team of local in-market experts will utilize the latest research and marketing technology to deliver media plans that will exceed your expectations. Salem Surround is here to help you achieve success. Learn more at surroundnewyork.com. Surroundnewyork.com. Connecting you with new customers. Do you miss those magical New York nights? Then why don't you make plans to enjoy one with us the 18th of February at Sardi's on West 44th. We'll be there from 5 to 8 in the evening. Hi, it's Kevin McCullough. Radio Night Live will be there for two hours with our next installment of Broadcast for Broadway. Stars from current hits, immaculate food and drink, and a broadcast to celebrate the reopening of America's stage as five new shows begin soon. Tables will go fast, so call for yours 212-221-8440. That's 212-221-8440. It's I on Real Estate. Got a question? Call 866-970-9622. Here's Douglas Elliman's Vice Chair, Dottie Herman. We're back. And I just want to apologize to all the listeners for the first portion of like the first minute or two of the show it was really horrible but um, we're, we're calling in from different parts of the country and somehow somebody's equipment went wrong so I do apologize I hope you'll forgive me or us but then again nobody gets through life without a mistake or two 
So thanks for being patient with us. I really appreciate it. So we were talking about, Ace, you were talking about, you were in the middle of talking about things that uh, people that are now buying second homes that are, are you know, I, I read an article, I, I wrote it down, I read an article about all these people that, you know, kind of, there was like a, a frenzy. You know, when the pandemic hit, everybody left the cities, big cities. And this is one of the few times in my life that I remember that all of the country, most of the entire country is all doing the same thing. Usually if the West Coast was hot, the, 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 the East Coast was slowing down. If the East Coast was going up, the West Coast was slowing down. Uh, universally, wherever you live, for most part, there is no inventory, and there are more buyers, which creates a buyer's market that we are in today. So, a lot of emails, a lot of people who got into that frenzy and bid to win the bid, and maybe that's how they had to do it, bid way more than their budget, bid on properties that, you know, you're always going to have to give in something. There's no perfect property. You know, you, I told you, do that little sheet. Here's what I must have. Here's what I have to have. Okay? And and work with your must-haves. I don't think any house has every single thing. But from the survey, which I will read you, um, you know, most people, their biggest thing was, hey, we bought in haste, and we bought in the wrong location. And let me say this. I don't care what someone tells you. These are my rules. Location, location, location. Also, you look at the layout of the property and, and what you can do potentially with it, especially if you start a, small, a starter house. Um, now, if you consciously say, "I would," you know what? I'd rather have a bigger house and have a further out location, a more remote locate location. That's a choice you make. And there's no right choice or wrong choice. But understand, as far as holding value goes, usually the location. And I don't know what you think, Ace, but I, I'm pretty, I, well, I live by those words. Well, Dottie, I, I, I know I've shared with our, with our listeners that I've, I, I'm one that never left New York City, Manhattan, right, during the pandemic. And I never realized how small my apartment was, even though it was a 1,200 square feet apartment, which is considered an okay size in, in Manhattan. But when you're in the four walls for so long for that one year and you, you can't really go anywhere else, you, start, you, tend to, you tend to really, really nitpick your home and, and you can only see those four walls for so many days, right? So what I did was I, I realized I needed to go and buy some, buy a home that was a little bit larger towards the suburbs where there was more nature, walks, hiking. So I, I really learned a lot about myself too, Dottie, in regards to just going out somewhere that's a little more surreal, calm. And I wanted to bring my families out there too, right, to just um, converse and really meet because the pandemic really prohibited that. And I think most folks were following the same trend and I think what's happening in the marketplace is that people are actually overpaying and overbidding because they exactly. they they see that as so much value, right, Dottie? But 
one of the things that I do want to talk to to our listeners about is don't 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 have your emotions play such a big part in bidding for a home because I see now so many people overbidding the sale price by a hundred fifty, two hundred thousand, three hundred thousand um, in 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 some certain areas, and I just think you know there's something to be said about you know really just doing your due diligence, doing your homework and, and not chasing either Dottie. Let, let the deal come to you per se, because you know, what I don't want to see is after the pandemic is all said and done. And one of the bright spots here, Dottie, and I'm in the restaurant business too. They're saying next week, they're lifting the mandate of folks showing vaccination cards and even wearing a mask inside of a restaurant. So that's the, where first is that? Step. It's, in, in New York City, Dottie, in New York City. Oh, they're lifting the it. They're lifting it. They're lifting it. They're lifting it. So I, I think oh, what's hallelujah. going to be happening is they're actually dropping COVID um, to a sort of common flu-like sort of um, just just like anything else, right? So it's been downgraded to almost a co- to, to be very similar to the common flu. And I think um, it's about time, right, Dottie? I, I think most of us are vaccinated and, um, you know, the strand that the Omicron strand that was the latest strand, it was a little bit, you know, it wasn't as strong, right? So I think this strand is getting weaker. I think we're building an immune system now. And, you know, what I wanted to talk about was folks are going to start realizing that we may going be, we, we may be going towards going back to normal now with folks coming back to the office and things of that nature. So don't overpay for that second home that, that you really, really love or, or whatnot, because, you know, you may, you may end up having a home that at the end of the day, you realize, holy, holy cow, I, I may have bought it for 200, 250,000 more. And now the appreciation values might not be there. So just, you know, continue to do your homework, continue to, to do your due diligence, but, you know, don't chase after a deal and, and don't go over your limits. Right. And, and that's what I want to tell people because I think, emotionally, you know, we're thinking we want that love second home. And, you know, sometimes, you know, people get into these frenzies and, and I'm just seeing so many people overbid for homes that were not worth that much prior to the pandemic. And I just don't want to see a lot of people get hurt down the line. Right. So just, just be careful when you are looking at second homes, you, you may not want to go too much over your budget and just make sure you stay disciplined, Dottie. That's that's the best thing I yeah. can I can advise our listeners, right? You so. know, to your point, Ace, I did some homework, and that you know, I, these are surveys, and I can't remember who I got them from, but they were surveys. Seventy uh, percent of recent home buyers have regrets. Now, listen, I don't care what home you buy, whether you could build a brand new house. At the end of the day, there'll be something you forgot to do that you said, oh. Oh, gee, I should have done that. So we're not talking about any little things. But what most of the one third of the respondents said their home was too small. Now, that's why, again, the pandemic did that because we were stuck inside, as Ace said. You're in four walls. You have no room. So they said, let me get bigger. Plus, there was a mad rush out of the big cities because the big that cities very were much true. stricter. Were much stricter. The big cities... Not that the suburbs of all, but this, I'm talking nationally now, but the suburbs, you know, the, they had more space, 
the homes aren't as close together, the density isn't there. So it was a little bit more locked for the city. So they headed. They headed out. There's no inventory. People would knock on doors. And I know friends of mine said, listen, my house is worth a million dollars. Someone knocked on my door and offered me two and a half million dollars. I'm going. It was insane. And it didn't happen only in the Hamptons. It happened in parts of Florida. It happened all over the United States. Okay? Make sure you start with a budget. Okay? And maybe you want to go up a little. But I think Ace is giving you such good advice. Hey, make sure you don't go over your budget. Because those people now are regretting. Okay? 75% said they would have done it differently. They wouldn't have rushed to bid up to a number they really couldn't afford. And some of them, as they said, bid up two or three or four hundred thousand more. And these are not just millennials. So please. And it's very emotional. I get it. I could get caught up in that also. Don't get caught up in the emotion. Make sure that you know what you can afford and how you want to live. We'll be back. We'll continue with um, we'll continue this conversation with Ace and myself right after the commercial break. Our friend Mike Lindell, the inventor and CEO, has a special for you. Mike has asked me to make a special announcement. He is running a flash sale on Giza Dream Sheets. This is the best offer ever. 60% off. Sheets as low as $39.99 while supplies last. Go to MyPillow.com right now. Click on the radio listener specials for 60% off on Giza Dream Sheets. Mike's also offering a great discount on his popular MyPillow slippers, now 50% off with your promo code. That's right, 50% off on my pillow slippers and 60% off Giza Dream Sheets with the promo code AM970. All my pillow products come with a 60-day money back guarantee and a 10-year warranty. 800-651-0798 for all of these great specials. 800-651-0798 promo code AM970. Relieffactor.com 800-500-8384. That's the number to order Relief Factor. And the uh, Relief Factor relieves you of joint and muscle pain. It is a miracle supplement. I can't, I don't know what the word completely safe is. I don't want to be liable. It's so safe, I don't think there's a limitation on the amount of time you could take it. Try it for three weeks because they say you'll know in three weeks. If it doesn't work in three weeks, probably won't work. They say that. $19.95. So if you have back pain, shoulder, neck, hip, knee, or foot pain from exercise or just getting older, you should order the three-week quick start discounted to only $19.95 to see if it will work for you. It has for about 70% of the half million people who've tried it, and they've ordered more. Go to relieffactor.com or call 800-4-RELIEF, the number 4-RELIEF, to find out about this offer. Feel the difference. 
Did you know that the FTC reported a 45% increase in fraud and identity theft claims in 2020? Our increased digital lives and shift to remote work have created easy targets for scammers. Staying safe may feel daunting, but protection for you and your family is easier than you think with Identity Guard. Plus, there's no better time to get started. Identity Guard is offering listeners a free 30-day trial. Visit IdentityGuard.com slash News Talk today for a free 30-day trial. That's IdentityGuard.com slash News Talk. River Spring Rehabilitation, New York's premier rehabilitation center. Their staff of incredible doctors, nurses, physical, occupational, and speech therapists work together as a team, getting you where you belong, feeling stronger and feeling more confident with greater mobility and functioning. So if your next step is rehab, contact River Spring Rehabilitation. Call 718-540-4442. That's 718-540-4442. Or visit riverspringliving.org slash rehab and feel better faster. Listen to us online at am970theanswer.com. Tune in, iHeart, Alexa, or odyssey.com. Like AM970, The Answer? Then don't forget to like us on Facebook. Interact with us. Share your thoughts about your favorite shows. Give feedback to our hosts. Share your opinion on hot topics. Learn about events and more. am970theanswer.com. Don't miss Seton Hall basketball today on AM 970 as the Pirates travel to Philadelphia to take on Villanova in Big East play. This is Dave Popkin. Join me along with Gary Cohen for all the action. 12.55 for the pregame, just after 1 o'clock for the opening tip. Seton Hall is on AM 970. The answer. It's I on Real Estate. Got a question? Call 866-970-9622. Here's Douglas Elliman's Vice Chair, Dottie Herman. We're back. You're listening to I on Real Estate. I'm here with Ace Watersuit Park and myself. Ace is a finance. When I say finance, what do I mean? Whether it's mortgage, it's equity loans, it's whether you can afford something. And remember, affordability is one thing. Applying for a mortgage and getting approved and having the right income and credit to get approved is one part. The second part I think everybody should think about, how do I want to live? Now, do I want to live where I can never go out and I'm... I'm choking with these payments because I overbid by three or four hundred thousand dollars. And usually when they, you know, I think Ace and I would agree. I, I was born on Long Island. So whether you had a small house or a big house, most houses had basements. And it's, I came to the city, you know, in 2000 and I'm like, oh, my God, how are these people, families of four and five living in a thousand square feet? Okay. And I was in a middle, very middle-class area. I didn't have any mansion. But my bedroom was bigger than that. So I think you probably felt the same thing. So even before the pandemic, when I would come to the city, and I, how do they live? They can't even have a fight with each other. They have to look at each other 24-7. So I think, as <laughs> Ace said, during the, I mean, really, you can't have any space when you, you know, and I don't care how much in love you are. Once in a while, you know, you just don't want to see someone's face. So I, I think, how'd they do it? But they did because they got used to it. And I got used to it too after I was there for a while. But now with the pandemic and also, again, I am not a fortune teller. I'd like to be, but I'm not. 
but my, my, my basic gut tells me that some of the trends that we had from the pandemic are here to stay. So, remote workers. You take a baby boomer like myself, and Ace, would you consider yourself, oh, you're too young for me, what, what would you consider yourself, what category? Yeah, I'm, I'm in the millennial category, Daddy. right? So, yeah, um, I was kind of thinking yes. you're the young end of the millennials, okay? Yeah. <laughs> but now, now, the Gen Zs, I mean, they're, they're the next sort of generation, Dottie. And I, I, think, I think, you know, when it comes to buying a home, and you said it best, you really have to look at your overall lifestyle, right? So when somebody comes right. and sits down in front of me, and they're like, Ace, I want to buy, it doesn't matter, a million-dollar home, a two-million-dollar home, and they say they have this much down payment to put down, and we, and we go over their month, monthly payments, it's so important to really take all things in your life into, into, the, into the equation because you don't, want to, you don't want to just look at your, your monthly housing expense, but you want to look at your overall expense, right? Like, is that, does that fit within your budget? In, in terms of your lifestyle? Or are you going to be, be cutting back on some of the things? Because the best rule of thumb is your monthly housing expense should never exceed. And folks, folks sometimes are really, you know, they're, 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 they're paying for their homes and they're paying almost 50% of their overall income. And that's when you get, get into a, a territory that you may not want to get into because in case somebody in your, in your household um, gets let go of their job, it could put you into a very, very um, difficult situation. So I always recommend folks to stay within the 34% to 36% range of your overall income. So that's something to really keep in mind as well, Dottie, as you're looking for your dream home and as you're looking for these second homes during the pandemic, just stay within your means, right? Uh, and, and I can't emphasize that enough. It's, it's so easy to fall into the trap of, of really extending yourself too much. And I just want our listeners to just remember the rule of thumb. If you're looking for a home, talk with the loan officer, go over your numbers, and make sure you stay within that sort of 36% range on your over, overall debt, because that's really going to put you in a, in a more comfortable, flexible uh, situation. So, Right. So, And, and also... If you go, look, you go, you will have to compromise. There's nobody, uh, unless you're like, you know, in a, a billionaire or something. People have, there's always compromise. But <laughs> what I would tell you body. is these are things that, to me, hold value. And I look at real estate as an investment, okay? Even though it's a place you live, okay? So look at the location and you don't want to be the biggest house or the most expensive house in the area. Now, I've read books that are newer that tell you to the contrary, but I don't agree with that, and it's my opinion, and I'm allowed to have an opinion. I think you take, because the higher the prices of the homes around you, the more they'll bring your, the value of yours up. Then you get an engineer's report. A lot of these, obviously, these uh, first-time buyers said that they rushed out. They feel that they overpaid. Actually, 60% of them feel that they overpaid. Okay. You get an entry to your report, and don't make the mistake of getting the report 
and not being there. Because when you read any engineer's report, even on a new house, it's scary. You go and have someone meet the engineer, and you let him go through the house. And when he says, you need a new roof, how much is it going to cost me? You need a new appliance, okay? And sometimes it's a trivial amount of money, all right? So or sometimes it's not. What you really don't want to look, you don't want to look for, like, minutia. And you don't want to be a pain in the neck to the seller because you'll never win the bid. And right now, let me tell you what's happening. The listing brokers have a million bids on things. So you want your bid to stand out. You want to be polite, okay? And you don't want to nitpick. So structural things are what you really want to look for. Like if there's a bad roof, if there's an oil leak, I mean structural damage. But cosmetics, a can of paint. And maybe if it's if it's the windows aren't clean, some cleaning things. Uh, because one-third of the responses said they spent too much money and they compromised on their location. Again, if you're a commuter and you're going to be commuting, take that commute before you buy the house. Now. I'm telling you all the ways to lose a bidding war because in a bidding war, you're not going to have time to do all that. But that's why Ace and I are both telling you, do your homework ahead of time. Get Definitely. to know the areas. Get to Try that commute, not during at 2 o'clock in the morning when there's no traffic. Do it during traffic time. And get all that so when you're ready to look and make an offer, you know all these things. You don't have to hesitate. And you know in your mind how much you have to bid and how much you can bid up without hurting your lifestyle. I don't know about you. I'm willing to sacrifice, but I, in my 20s, was not willing to never go out every, any day or night. Uh, so you got to kind of speak with your partner, whoever that may be. And if you're, having, if you're buying a home alone, then I guess you don't have to speak to anyone but yourself. But you might have to speak to your parents. And what do you, if you need more money? And what do you do, Ace, if you have to speak to your parents? Oh, Dottie, I, I mean, that that's one of the topics I wanted to talk about today, too, which is during the pandemic, we've been talking about on the show bidding wars and people overbidding. And I think one of the biggest things that folks are finding is that they're trying to do things to separate themselves from the competition, Right. And one of those things is showing the seller that you can put a little bit more down payment or even going all cash. And what's popular almost on every single transaction that I'm seeing now is that people are u- utilizing gift money, Dottie. And there's so much around gift that people don't well, know. Well, explain that. Go back. Pay. Yeah. and, and Explain yeah, that. And say you, you, and, and, you're going to get a gift from your parents, hopefully. Yeah, so, so let's say you're going to get a gift from um, from your parents, right? And, and one of the biggest rule, rules of thumb is that you, a gift can only be utilized and qualified if it's coming from a relative. So you can't go to your buddy or go to your friend and say, hey, can you can you lend me 100000 or can you gift me 200000 that won't that won't work, right? So the only qualifications that you can that you can actually utilize this gift program is through a relative. So that's one. Number two, your your relative can't just give you cash, right? It has to be a sourceable um, asset that that the bank will. 
see the money coming from your parents' account, per se, and then going into your account, right? So there's something about seasonality, and there's a little bit of a nuance, Dottie, that people need to know just when getting a gift, right? Some people, they get, they get, let's say, cash, and they want to deposit that gift. Well, that doesn't work either because the, the, the banks will need to reference where did you get the gift? Did it come out from a certain account? So just make sure that if you are planning on getting a gift, speak with a loan officer ahead of time so that you can actually be prepared and be able to take advantage of your gift, right? And, and you have to remember how much does a person actually have um, to give as a gift exemption without being taxed as well. So there's, there's a couple of nuances that people need to know, but it's an amazing tool, amazing product that people can take advantage of. And, and look, you know, the mom of bank and dad, it's there. Tap into it, right? Get that gift. And, um, you know, that's the best bank, guys. That's the best bank. We recommend. Right? I'm sorry. I'm sorry, citizens. Don't be angry. You're my sponsor, but sorry. The bank of exactly. mom and dad usually exactly. is better. The only one that usually beats you. Usually is better. <laughs> <laughs> okay. But. Okay, if you're doing that, Ace, isn't there something that that has to be done a certain amount before? Like, you can't wait till you have the house, applying for You need to do that in advance, no, don't you, you? You really need to do that in advance, daughter. You need to do it probably... That's what I said. Really, around two, two months before um, you actually sign contracts, right, Dottie? So that's why it's always... It's so important that if you're even minutely thinking about buying a home, Get in front of a loan officer, go into a bank, come to Citizens Bank, call this show, and really just talk to us about what your options are before you even meet with a realtor. That way you have a pre-approval in hand. We're walking through the gift aspect of, of, the, of the transaction. We're walking through your credit. To, in, in case there's any blemishes, we can work on your credit. So allow yourself enough time to put yourself in the best situation so that when you are going into a bidding war, you're you're all set, right? You're ready to go. And pretty much the realtor will know exactly how much you qualify for, what your limits are. And now you can win and really, really, um, you know, separate yourself from everyone else because you're prepared. If you go during the process, there's so many things that you can actually put yourself in an advantageous situation and you're not allowing yourself enough time to do so, right? So, look, in today's marketplace, I, I've seen folks in the marketplace looking for a home for about a year, Dottie, right? So it takes time to find that sort of dream home and, and, and the home that you'd love. Just do yourself a favor. Call our show. Get yourself prepared. Ask questions. It's free. You know, you have myself. You have Dottie. You have Stephen Ebert. So just put yourself in the best position possible and just get prepared. That's the best suggestion I can tell our, our listeners. And we've been talking to – to you guys for years, right? And, and myself, Dottie, and Steven, you know, we're here every Saturday because we want to build that relationship with you guys. We want to give you as much information as possible to, to really equip you with the knowledge that you need in order to really put yourself in the best position possible, Dottie. So. Right. And as we tell you, we're giving you major general information. Then you have to hone in on, first of all, your personal Correct. financial information, I, I absolutely think your age comes into part. Uh, not that anyone discriminates it against it, but, you know, gee, if I'm 60 years old, do I want to take these risks? Do I want to drive two hours? You know, I think you have to look at, as, as Ace said, 
your lifestyle. I can afford this house, but if I afford this house, what do I have to give up? And if I have to give this up, am I willing to do that? And if you're with a spouse or a significant other, I think you need to both talk about that. Because you don't want someone mad after you bought the house to say, hey, now we can't go out to dinner twice a week. Now we can't do this. So you kind of really have to talk about it. And then I I recommend, I just told someone to do it the other day. I said, look, before I give you an agent from Douglas Elliman, here's what I want you to do. Look Look at properties in your area. Go to open houses and see what your competition is. And remember something. You know... I don't know if I have time to tell this, but I was on this, you know, company thing at Merrill Lynch where I won a trip, which is a cruise. It so happens, my luck, there was a hurricane. We were bored out of our mind. We couldn't go out. So they had these art auctions. It was junky art, but we had nothing to do. We bid for the art. And I bid up somebody on junk art that I didn't even want because it's the amount of winning. Don't do that. Have a budget, stick with it, okay? And do the pre, do all the preparation work before you're ready to really buy. Do it now. We'll be back. You're listening to I Am Real Estate. We'll be right back after the break. Or actually, 11 o'clock news. Eye on Real Estate with Dottie Herman is sponsored by Citizens Bank N.A. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.